Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Barely There Theater, where we present theater to you, barely. Up this week, a rehearsal process of this month's play. The audio presented here is a mostly unmastered recording, with any changes or omissions made at the request of those being recorded. This is to help facilitate a safe and creative rehearsal space where ideas can flow freely in the moment. There will be a brief message at the end of rehearsal, so stick around. We hope you enjoy the process. Hey, you know, Jody Macnet. I was, I sound horrible on it. I, I knew nothing about anything. And perfect for you. Also, I'm going to Oh, you're yeah. totally I'm selfish. I've had it. I stole it from the office. Oh, yeah, I have to do that. All right. This is the only day where I can, like, force people to pay attention to me. We have everyone gathered, and we have scripts for everyone, so we can, oh. we can get underway. Is this the new script? Um, yes. Okay. If you would all... Wait. Did you want that one? Yes. <laughs> Situate yourselves around the table. Do, you were going to have this one. Oh. Joe, um... I'll go back to my hole. Yeah, you, you'll you be back there the both, whole time. I, like, I don't have a chair for you. Do you want me to go grab a chair for you? You don't need um, to. You don't worry about it. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Um, if I need one later, I can go find one. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to put yeah. it over here. Um, please put your phones on silent. Um, doesn't matter so much right now because we're still rehearsing. We're recording, by the way. Oh, um, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> we're recording, right recording the rehearsal? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, oh, this is, this, for is, what no. it's this, worth, is, this is your first time doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah. For what it's worth, we yeah, should absolutely. all be around this side because the microphones are coming oh. from the uh, Got it. Um, I'm not trying to come at you. I'm just like, you know. I felt it. Oh, wow. I felt, I felt the energy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're Okay, Mr. Aggressive. So, Lauren, this is since your first time doing Um, The way it works is we record the rehearsal, and that will be uploaded as its own episode later on in the month. Okay. Um, Anything you hear that you're like, I'm not really comfortable with that going on the internet, just let me know. I will cut it out after the fact. But the goal is to just leave as much of it in as possible. Okay. Um, Just that way people who are interested in the process of the episode can find out what the process was. So we're we're recording as we speak. Um. Um, we're going what to, if I don't speak? We're Jeez. going to run through. Um, also, does anyone have rehearse, a spare highlighter? I'm sorry, the Alex. piece. Um, I do. Uh, ready to do some voices? Yeah. <laughs> we sound like all the family getting ready for the airport and home alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't work under these conditions, Alex. I need a yellow highlighter. Um, Did anybody see Kevin? So we'll go through. We'll rehearse the whole piece. Um, <laughs> and then... We do the thing. We'll take a little break. Oh, I'm not sick. We'll, <laughs> I just wanted to be like, show for a moment. We'll come back and we'll do the whole thing through. Lovely. And I'll talk a little bit more about recording once we get there to them. But it's, I am for the most part, I'm waiting. Um, Furiously. Yeah. I know we do. Uh, general notes about this specific script. It's hilarious. So this is a Christmas carol uh, with eight whip characters. Uh, more so Christmas Carol than a whip. Um, the is kind of the framework I'm operating out of. Think like a Muppet Christmas Carol, but with a whip characters. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, just for uh, a question, real quick. <clears throat> Suppose somebody in this room, mm-hmm. and I don't want to point fingers, has never seen a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> just, I mean, in case one of these guys hasn't, like, just could you please give me the vibe? Sure. Um, so the vibe. For them, is, the vibe. Everyone, the vibe. <laughs> so for everyone uh, at large who may or may not have seen a Muppet Christmas Carol, the vibe is generally. 
Um, it's just the story of A Christmas Carol, where else you may have seen it in media, but, like, we have these little asides where the quirky characters, um, you, um, just, uh, are goofy. They be them, but also try, them trying to be the characters. Yeah. It's the best Christmas movie, You're playing a character playing a character. It's, yes. Not only is it the best Christmas movie, I would argue it's probably one of the best adaptations of, uh, Christmas Carol I've ever seen. Oh, really? First off, you're wrong. The best (laughs) Christmas movie is Die Hard. No, (laughs) no, no. no. Is it, isn't it of course you yes right and he plays yeah, it like totally role. straight yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. why it's so good because all the Muppets are I just like you know Muppets. except the only part I hate is where like he sings that song or she sings a song spoilers the really sad one yeah I'm like cry every time oh you like it thank you I for giving it. me Christmas past um, I love Christmas you're welcome um <laughs> um, where was I going? Christmas present will be Ian McKellen. <laughs> as a quick side note, as I, a lot of what I did to write the script was literally just read through a Christmas Carol and like copy as much of it as I like, can over, which is how I discovered that the Muppet version is actually almost uh, like a one-for-one retelling of the script. Like really? so many of the lines are just lifted directly out of the out of the book. So as you're going through today, for those of you who may or may not have seen a Muppet Christmas Carol, you may you may be like, this sounds familiar. It's because it's from a Christmas Carol. <laughs> um, it's because we're doing what we said we're doing. Um, I think as we're reading through it, um, some of you, I imagine, have read in advance. Some of you, I know, have not. <laughs> but that's fine because that's a joke in the script. So life imitates art. It's yes. fine. Everything's fine. Perfect. Um, we'll kind of go through and we'll feel it out. Um, oh, f- final thing. This is the first time that I'm trying to do a radio play in the true fashion of a radio play. All the sound effects I will not be doing later in post. Joe will be doing them live. Live! Um, which is what the plethora of props are behind you. Fuck it, we'll do so you'll be hearing um, props to help capture the world as we're going. That's so, um, cool. so I'm very excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. I really am so excited. That's I was, really cool. I've been like... <laughs> waiting for it. I've been like since Friday... <laughs> It's on the Sunday. It's, it's on the Sunday. Sunday. I get to get back in a room with these people. Um, <laughs> for better or worse. For better or worse. Yeah. Um, like frantically highlights going through the script. Um, Bro, my highlighter's going to die. <laughs> Don't give it the chance. The drama. Don't go yet. Um, Don't leave me. Go, go, speed racer. I think that's my general spiel. Uh, I'm going to go downstairs and go to the bathroom. I'll give you guys just a couple minutes to finish highlighting. And then I've just started. once we're all ready, we will we'll dive on in. Love it. Any Wait, questions? who's Fred Wiener? Um, I think it's you. Yeah, I it know, is. but what, who, what oh, character Oh, that's a it? fantastic question. So Fred's girlfriend. It's Fred's it? wife. Um, I, I, I searched high and low in the novel. There is no mention of her oh, name whatsoever. Isn't she, it just Mrs. Mrs. Fred? Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Fred. What's her last name? Fred Winthrop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like, names back then, though. Crack- I mean, <laughs> no, 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 because I, I have young Scrooge, old Scrooge, and then Johnny himself, and I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to highlight like which ones were which. I'm gonna steal that this for a second. Room, yeah, go for really it. I, I'm so. Can we laugh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the rehearsal and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. While, while we're rehearsing, we please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, it's not allowed. Yes. No, while we're rehearsing, fun. fun is encouraged. Um, <laughs> I want you guys. This. I mean, it's it's a Christmas Carol. We should be just. It's fun. It's goofy. Oh, it's um, even the parts of the Christmas Carol that are heavy, we lean completely away from. So it's just we're 
we're here to have fun today. Perfect. Um, and even if we have fun during the recording, that's fine. We just take a break, go back, and do <laughs> yeah. the lines again. If you so. fuck up your lines, you can always be like, because uh, he can edit it out. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I have the power of, of editing on my hand. So if we drop a line, do you just want us to start over again so you can edit it, or do you really need? Are you going to do it like film, where you cut and then start over? No, 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 no. Um, for rehearsing, fuck up a line, whatever. Right, right, right. But I mean, um, during the actual for, thing. for the actual performance, if you like mess up a line, just like take a second and then just go back however far you need, you feel you need to. That's what I'm asking. So take you, you a just pause to it. give him like a clean break. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have at it. Yeah, cool. I, I've tried a few different ways of recording these, and I found like, the easiest <laughs> way is just to hit start and then edit later. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, almost like... more work to stop it and then restart it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so. what I was wondering about: is if I just had to wait for you to like <clears throat> mark it, or I'm probably gonna. Like I don't know if you're dro- dropping track markers. And, what, I don't even know. What do you use to record this? Uh, it's a lovely program called Hindenburg <laughs> Pro, which is an unfortunate name since it's that... named after the Hindenburg. Uh, Maybe it could just be named after a Hindenburg. <laughs> it's true. And we just don't know who. Um, it's a digital audio workspace which is designed just for voices, um, which is nice because some of the other ones, like Pro Tools, have a bunch of nice features that I just don't need. Like, I don't need to have. Very expensive for a lot of stuff you don't, you yeah, don't want. Yeah. I, I, usually, like, I don't need to have, like, quarter beats measured out in the in the interface. I don't need to yeah. have all the. I don't need music stuff. I just need. Right. And I use Adobe Audition because it's mu- it's geared towards music oh, yeah. instead. <laughs> this is it's basically, really like, just like an upscale audacity with, like, mm, yeah. some. So is Audition, essentially. I mean, it, I just like the way that it handles. It, it treats individual tracks more like Ooh, objects, like or better, or more like objects than <laughs> Audacity does, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. But Mercedes is doing makeup, objects. is like, she talks about, like, well, a different kind of like, she does her makeup. Oh my gosh, that sounds really It's weirdly, like, right around. Yeah. They're strong, independent waves. <laughs> and eventually, it brings up a variable bit rate. Have the kids stopped stealing things, or...? I, to my knowledge, I haven't, although the kids did tag the house next to us. Well, that's good. Wait, what are you talking about? They're moving um, up in, in their shenanigans. When we, we recorded something back in um, I love that. August, so I don't know when it was, but at that time we were having issues in my neighborhood where like kids were just like going through people's cars, stealing um, cash, or the car, um, they put keys in. What? So, yeah, it's fine. Oh my God. You know, like you do, leave your keys in the yeah, car. Right. Yeah. Oh, I left my keys in the car. We got inside. I think that seems to have dispersed, but not before that pack hit the house next to me and they like spray painted the garage door. Um, and I was like, Cool, cool. I was, it wasn't you. in my backyard when I heard like, arr, 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 and just like yelling. I'm like, What the fuck is happening? And then I see like, That's the sound of spray paint. I'm like, What is happening? And it was kid, some stupid kids just like spray painting. Like what age group are we talking about? Oh, yeah, no clue. Um, okay, I was gonna say, are we talking like eighth nine. graders, or are we talking like probably seniors nine. in high school, or something? I'm, I'm thinking middle school or under. Oh, gross. Um, Checks yeah. out. That's that that that's out. an abominable age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> That's a terrible age. Mm, it is. My coffee and my peppermint vanilla swirl. My hemp peppermint vanilla swirl lotion, my matcha green tea, and my apple macchiato. You're ready to go. And my vape. Wait, apple macchiato, <laughs> on how top is that? It's, what's that? How what is, is the apple macchiato? It's amazing. Mm. I, it's apple crisp macchiato with <laughs> lawn espresso, extra apple drizzle, <laughs> and oat milk. Uh, yeah, this original production really is uh, the reason vaping is not allowed in the building anymore. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for the fact that the fire alarm went off, went off oh like my six gosh. times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No yeah. one was vaping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Except for the fact that the fire alarm went off six times when no one was vaping, including <laughs> yeah. when we weren't here. Did it go off during the whip? Yes. Oh, when I joined the show. During the dress rehearsal. We had to end our final dress rehearsal. At the end of Act 1. At the end of Act 1. Um, like the night before we had an audience, we had to end it because the fire department came and said, you can't go back in. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh yeah, I remember us all hanging out downstairs. Like freezing. I look like a dragon he's like, I'm on the board. I was wearing makeup. <laughs> I, we went yeah. outside and I was I was wearing the end of show makeup and then all these firefighters walked by and I was like, Hi. you guys are sexy and I look like an idiot. I'm just going to stand over here. Yeah. Yeah. I was in my hospital gown with like one sock on. They all looked great. Standing out yeah. the cold. I am entirely convinced that you can't get a job as a firefighter unless you are like attractive. Uh, you have to be ca- calendar ready. Well, you have to yeah. be yeah, exactly. to like That's how that they make stuff, their money. So like, yeah. you know, it makes sense. Okay, Alright, let's do this. I'm not gonna, you know, screw this. Wait, 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 I have to pee. No! <laughs> I know, I know, but my, I'm I know I should have been looking at my cues for those props, but I keep just not doing it. No, you're fine. You'll, we'll figure it out as we go. Okay. Yeah. That's what the rehearsal period's for. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we, um, yeah. On the topic of time, we have until 4.30 today. We have to be out by 4.30. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, they did decide to let Black Nativity rehearse this evening. Okay. Okay. There there was some back and forth. I was confused. I thought they weren't giving them today at all, but it sounds like they are giving them the okay. evening. So. That's fine. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so we have to be out here by 4.30. I anticipate we'll be done before then. I hope we'll be done before then. Um, so yeah. It all depends on how long Jesse takes to pee. Yep. Yep. So as long as it's, it's not gonna make or break as our. As long as it's not an hour long pee, we should be good. We should be. It is. We might be dropping him off at the ER. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like. Guys, I have a, a kidney stone. Yeah, it's a, a kidney stone's like no, I got the stones. <laughs> I just passed the stone. Like, oh no. Like the it's stone. the most painful thing in the world. No, My I used to work in one. a Ooh. hospital, and I remember one of the <coughs> one of the staff was saying that they actually call it the kidney stone rock because when they bring patients in, like you're in so much pain mm-hmm. that literally all you can do is just like sit there and go like this because I thought I was dying. It like, yeah, it like, hurts mm-hmm. so bad. I knew. Like it My, totally I, obliterates. I was half conscious, and everything the, the pain else. got so bad yeah. that I checked out. Like yeah. A, yeah, I knew this girl in high school whose body naturally produced kidney stones all the time. Oh my gosh! So like, she said she was like used to it. She took a kind of medicine to try and break it down, but Morphine? she passed one. No, okay, to like break it down inside yeah. of her. But she passed one probably once shit. every few months. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I passed one in my lifetime, and that was enough. I passed two. She, she was one like, eventually. She was like, a, it's horrible, but eventually you do get used to it. And I was Peter like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know that I could ever get used to that feeling of pain. Little, little shards of glass. Like, that's what it felt it's like. Awful. It's it awful. It was horrible. Oh. Do not wish you that. Yay! Yay! All right, we're all okay. here. We're all gathered. The infinity stones are in place. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, Fun. so let's just um, start going through it and see what happens. Okay. Um, for, <laughs> right off the bat. What do you, do you want anything for the narrator voice versus my regular Claire voice? Like what? Same question for evil narrator. Um, <laughs> good question. Claire um, as a narrator. If you can put a little narrator stank on it, if you can do it. <laughs> okay. If you can do, like, no. less, less Claire nasty and more like, yeah, so there's like, a difference between like her yeah, talking. Yeah, so okay. there's like the, like the later losers versus <laughs> the like, okay. Marley was dead to begin, just like a, a tone distinction. Um, if you can do an English accent, go for it. If it's going to get in the way of your performance, just 
do what comes most easily to you. I will absolutely. Um, that's a general rule of thumb for all of you. Um, if you can do yeah, English accents or accents from the aisles, that'd be preferable. But okay. if it's going to get in the way of your performance, do not worry about it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna play with him. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Any other questions that. before we? Why not? Why not? Before we? No. No. Right. Okay. Then take it away. Marley was dead. To begin with, dead as a doornail. There is no doubt about it. This must be distinctly understood, or nothing wonderful can come of the story I'm going to tell. Scrooge never painted over dead Marley, dead old Marley's name. There it stood years afterwards above their store door. Scrooge and Marley, people new to the business, sometimes called Scrooge, Scrooge, and sometimes Marley, but he answered to both. It was all the same to him. Scrooge was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner. Hard and sharp as flint, secret and solitary as an oyster. Cold had little influence on him. Once upon a time, of all the good days in a year, on Christmas Eve, old Scrooge sat busy in his counting house. It was cold, bleak, biting winter. The city clocks had just struck three, but it was dark already. Candles flared in the neighboring houses, ruddy smears in the air. The fog was so dense that the houses opposite were mere, bleh, 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 were mere phantoms. It was that afternoon that Scrooge's nephew decided to pay him a visit. Store bell! Why are you looking at me? This is where the store bell rings. It's in your script. Script? Sorry, what are we doing? A Christmas Carol. Cool, I love that movie! Why is there confusion? You shouldn't have to ask at this point. My email was very clear. Email? I forgot my password. I missed it because my therapist told me to flag all your emails as spam. Quick poll! Who here actually read my email? Me. Pause real quick. Joe, rotate your music stuff <coughs> so that way. <coughs> these mics directly. Okay. Just because you're a little farther away. So you have to project the most. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Quick, quick, quick poll. Who here actually read my email? Me. Okay, what's the point of proofreading it if no one reads them? If no one knows why we're here, why are you here? It was in the group chat? <clears throat> group chat. Uh, yeah. What group chat? Uh, what? What group chat? <laughs> oh, I uh, thought you said goop flat. I was confused. Correct. You said goop flat? No, that you're confused. You're right, I am. Yes, that's what... Forget it. You okay? You seem a little tense. If I am, you made me that way. I'm sorry. It's a little early in the afternoon for that. I should pace myself. Can you snap a little bigger on that? Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. If I am, you made me that way. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a little early in the afternoon for that. I should pace myself. <laughs> You're all unprepared, but that's fine. I thrive under pressure. After all, what's directing but improvisation? We're gathered here today to perform the seminal Christmas classic Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Perform? For whom? Our audience. What audience? Those listening at home. I'm sorry, who's listening where? This year, because of the Rona, we can't host a Christmas <laughs> show, but people are suckers for donating during the holiday, so financially we're missing out if we don't try to cash in. Thus, my brilliant idea to do a radio play. What's that? It's a play with no stage, no props, no visual component of any kind. 
It is used to be used to be an incredibly popular form of storytelling, and I, for one, like to think that it's making a comeback. Yeah, oh, sure it is. Uh, I meant, what's a radio? <laughs> <sighs> Let's talk rules. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> Have you been here this whole time? Why haven't you said anything? I will not do it. Do what? <laughs> I know the only reason I'm here is so you can make me play the entire ensemble. That's all I am to you, isn't it? A series of voices. Oh, we need to cut a few corners and cast one guy as everyone. We need someone who can memorize lines. Someone who can fall in love with a puppet. (laughs) I am an actor of depth and talent. I deserve to play only one role, not all of them. I demand to be recognized. You can be Scrooge. Really? Yes. You won't regret this. A shoe, this. sir? A shoe, sir. Fuck me. <laughs> a shoe should fuck me. A shoe sure fits. What? Nothing. Griff, that means you're every other dude. I don't know if I can do every other dude. I'm sure you'll find a way. Allison, you'll be every other... You'll be every woman. Yes, voices. And Elliot, you're the sounds. What sounds? All the sounds. Anything not a line is you. Any more questions, comments, or concerns? Yes, Elliot, what? Where's Liz? She's in a better place. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. <gasps> Pittsburgh! She's in Pittsburgh. She got a professional <laughs> gig. So, let's just do that one. <laughs> so she's in a better place. Just a gasp from everyone. Um, so just take it back to where's Liz? Where's Liz? She's in a better place. <gasps> Pittsburgh! She's in Pittsburgh! She got a professional gig! Besides, there's no stage. What do we need a stage manager for? Any other questions? No? Great! Places! From the middle of page one. I can do my opening line again. No, that's fine. Just the cue. <laughs> it was that afternoon that Scrooge's nephew decided to pay him a visit. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Hold! <laughs> Elliot, dear. Yeah? (laughs) What are you doing? The script says a bell rings. Right. So ring a bell. Oh, I was wondering why that was here. (laughs) Love the one. (laughs) And then you'll just want to leave that bell over there. Oh, Because you, you use it for a little while. I got to. Um, do you want me to ring it again? Yeah, just take it back to, um, right, so ring the bell. Right, so ring the bell. Oh, I was wondering why that was here. Oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready for my cue. Should I? Yes, let's just get this on the road. Marley was dead, to begin with. Not that far back, just the cue. It was that afternoon, Scrooge's nephew, blah, blah, blah. A Merry Christmas, Uncle. God save you. (laughs) Bah, humbug. Oh, you don't mean that. I do. Merry Christmas. What right or reason have you to be merry? You're poor enough. What right or reason have you, uh... Have you to be dismal? Oh, yeah. Dismal. Dismal. Whoops. I don't know how to read. (laughs) What right or reason do you have to be dismal? You're rich enough. Bah, humbug. uh, Your mood seems even worse today. What else can I be when I... Mm. 
What else can I be when I live in such a world of fools as this? If I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding. Uncle! Nephew! <laughs> keep Christmas in your own way and let me keep it in mine. Though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe that it has been uh, that it has done me good and will do uh, do me good. And I say, God bless you. Scrooge's clerk. In- <laughs> the word is it. Yes, there was a pause. I wasn't sure if you were going to go back. <laughs> Scrooge's clerk involuntarily applauded. Think of your employment, my dear uncle. I hope you'll come dine with us tomorrow. My dear nephew, why did you get married? Because I fell in love. That's one thing more ridiculous than a Merry Christmas. I will keep my Christmas humour to the last. So a Merry Christmas to you. Good afternoon. And a Happy New Year. Close the door on your way out. Unfortunately for Scrooge, a solicitor found their way in as Scrooge's nephew went out. This is Scrooge and Marley, is correct? Have I the pleasure of addressing Mr. Scrooge or Mr. Marley? Mr. Marley died seven years ago. Well, I have no doubt his liberality is well represented by his surviving partner. At this festive season of the year, it is desirable to make some provision for the poor and destitute who suffer greatly. Hundreds of thousands are in want of common comforts, sir. Are there no prisons? Plenty of prisons. And the workhouses? Are they still in operation? I wish I could say they were not. Oh, I was afraid from what you said at first that they had shut down. I'm glad to hear it. Nonetheless, a few of us are endeavouring to raise a fund to buy the poor some food and means of warmth for the winter. What shall I put you down for? Nothing. You wish to be anonymous? I wish to be left alone. The prisons and the workhouses cost enough. Those who were badly off should go there. Many would rather die than go there. If they would rather die, they had better do it and decrease the surplus population. I can see that my efforts are wasted here. Good day, Mr. Scrooge. I leave you to your business. Bob, please see that any future visitors... Never mind, I'll see to it myself. And what do you want? No. <laughs> yeah, what do you want for the door slamming? Oh. So I have a cue. Ooh, I got an idea. <laughs> oh, might be gone. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, Thank nice. Brilliant, nice. <laughs> So let's just, uh, for the muscle memory, take it back to it's so c- c- cold. <laughs> it's so cold out here. If it strikes a fancy governor, I could sing a song. No. Before long, night had fallen. It was time to close for the day. You all want all day tomorrow, I suppose. If it won't be a brother, sir. <laughs> it is a... <laughs> Oh my god, I'm 
make me go to. They're gonna make me be uh, uh, Kermit, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna make it as horrible as I can. If it won't be a water, sir, it is a bother. And I'm assuming you want full day's pay as well. It's only once a year, sir. A poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every 25th December. But if you must have the whole day, take it. Be here early the following morning. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Making noise, and that's not I, I missed this, and when I went initially through, so I didn't realize I was supposed to be grumbling. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, <no. laughs> oh, brother! All right. They closed the shop and went their separate ways. Scrooge to a nearby cavern where he ate alone, and Bob to a nearby park where he went down a slide twenty times. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, direct, that's directly from the book. Is that really? That's directly from the book. That's so rip it, rip it, Charles. That's hilarious. All right. After his melancholy dinner, Scrooge returned to his home, the former quarters of his deceased partner, Marley. Hold here. Johnny, good work with Scrooge so far, but go deeper. <laughs> Claire and Allison, perfect as always. Griff, I have notes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fred and Bob both sound the same to me. Really? I thought they sounded pretty different. It's not a committee, but thank you. <laughs> I need you to make Bob Cratchit sound different. Okay, so did you want me to make them sound exactly the same? Um, yeah, maybe we can do that. Maybe that'll, that'll read a little better. Do you want them both to be the really shitty voice? When they go to, <laughs> no, no. I, I would say start out more straight and then okay. get yeah. shitty. Just use the same voice for both of them at first. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess when, when he's like, make them sound different, then you could ham okay. up Bob yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. Uh, different. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's not a committee, but thank you. I need you to make Bob Cratchit sound different. Uh, different how? I don't know. You're the actor. Try acting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back into it. Savage. Melancholy dinner, return home, yada yada. There was nothing at all particular about the knocker on Scrooge's door, except that it was very large. Scrooge had seen this knocker night and morning and knew it well. Let anyone explain to me, if they can, how it happened that Scrooge saw in the knocker Marley's face like a... <laughs> like a bad lobster in a dark cellar? Is that the right word? Yeah, hold on, where? <laughs> Top of 11? <laughs> <laughs> like a bad, yeah, that was the book. <laughs> no, it is Literally, not. It is. reference is lost on So I tried to keep as much of the original book as intact as oh possible because Charles Dickens is a weird motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things that, like, it's I haven't heard that before. Because mm-hmm. um, everybody takes like, it out because it's weird What is bad lobster Everyone's like, what does this mean? Can we remove this? Right, bad, bad lobster, like it rotted? Or bad lobster, like he's down there with a switchblade and he's, like, ready to rob him? Like, I'm what? a bad lobster. Yeah, I'm a bad lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad lobster. <laughs> <laugh
monster. It's got to be some guy of old timey slang, though, right? Like, what oh else my could God. it be? Or it's There's just no, Charles it Dickens. It could be a literal lobster, Charles. <laughs> killing me. I was like, Charles, this metaphor really doesn't track. He's like, no. No. It, what, <laughs> what's it's the baddest animal I can think of? Yeah. So, a lobster. On, on the top Fuck of, those of little, Charles those Dickens. Big shrimp. Um, being a little extra. When we come across those lines like that, just really <laughs> lean into it. Just chew the fuck out. Lobster. Oh my so, god. So, just because this is a run on sentence, take it back to let anyone explain to me. Alright. Oh, that was funny. Alright. Let anyone explain to me, if they can, how it happened that Scrooge saw in the knocker Marley's face like a bad lobster in a dark <laughs> cellar. As Scrooge looked at Marley, it was a knocker again. Bah, humbug! To say that he was not startled would be untrue, but he entered nonetheless and lit his candle. Scrooge's house was dark, but he liked it. Darkness is cheap and comforting. Before he retired to bed, he and his candle roamed the house to see that all was right. Satisfied that it was, Scrooge locked himself in his chambers and sat down before the fire. But try as he might, he could not get the image of Marley out of his head. His glance happened to rest on a bell, a disused bell, that hung in the room and communicated for some purpose long forgotten. Dread filled Scrooge as he saw the bell begin to swing. Okay, so the way this is going to work... Do you want me to talk over it? Yes. um, So, talk over it. um, You'll get it loud. And then... Or she um, can just stand back further with the bell. Yeah, that'll also work, too. Joe, you don't need to come all the way up to the table. Um, that so one. the bell is loud and it will get okay. picked up. So you can honestly stay by Blacktop. Um, so mm-hmm. once you hear, as Scrooge saw the bell begin to swing, just slowly, just very slowly and delicately. And then... Uh, yeah, how um, many? How long do you want me to wait before I start then, talking? Or finish that line, I mean. Um, so the way this is going to work is Dread-filled Scrooge as he saw the bell begin to sing. Ring, ring, ring. And then, deep in Scrooge's home, you'll hit the sound cue on that one, and then you will just talk over the sound that's going to play over... Over the cue, not the bell, basically. Over both. You're going to talk over both. Over both, okay. Um, and then, Joe, you're just going to, like, start more aggressively ringing the bell until, um, as suddenly as it all started, silence fell. Okay. And then you'll stop. There are four booms um, to kind of help you time out when to stop the ringing. Um, so we might try this a couple times just to make sure we get it right. Okay. Um, but let's just take it back to um, Dreadfield Scrooge. So, is, does it all... S- okay, as suddenly as it all started, silence fell. Is it... Am I talking while it's still going, or has it stopped at that point? I think... Let's do it this way. Um, <coughs> as suddenly as it all started... Yep. And then wait for the silence to fade, so then it's silent, and then say silence fell. Okay. Okay. Good question. Um, Thank you. Dread filled Scrooge as he saw the bell begin to swing. And then, um, so right after she starts, start her <laughs> next line. Okay, just go. Um, and as soon as you hear deep, just hit the space bar. And I'm not stopping this bell. Correct, you're only going to get more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I need more bells. Just Elliot things. <laughs> I got a fever in the only thing. I got a fever. <laughs> the only prescription <laughs> is more bell. More bell. bell. Oh, okay. more ghost bell. Um, <laughs> I'm, Joe, I'm going to start on the dread line again. Okay. 
Dread filled Scrooge as he saw the bell begin to swing. Deep in Scrooge's home, booms began to echo and crescendo down the hall towards Scrooge. Oh, wrong cue. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have a rehearsal. Kind of sounds like the old song from uh, Loki. I've never seen that. Like when he sings on the train. When he sings, he sings from home. Oh yeah. Is it right now? Um, actually, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, yeah, so I think I just do the same voice for all three of the first ones. There you go. Then you get a shitty. Jacob Marley. <clears throat> okay, we made a slight amendment to Jacob what Joe's going to do. Jacob Morley. Jacob Morley. You're right. I'm with yeah. your partner. <laughs> Jacob Morley. All right, let's take it back to Dreadfield. All right. I'm a bad lobster. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Dreadfield Scrooge as he saw the bell begin to swing. Deep in Scrooge's home, booms began to echo and crescendo down the hall towards Scrooge. <laughs> as suddenly as it all started, silence fell. Okay. Let's do that one more time, just because I like the sound of it. I just wanted to time out a little quicker. I was so reset the cue. That's creepy. Talking. I like that. With that, the first the part of that line, or do you want me to do it like I just did it? I do it like you just did it. That's okay. not, that sounded good. I think I have to reset the cue again. Huh? Yeah. Um, I think I did. Well, it's highlighted in black. Is that fine? Yep, that's perfect. Actually, I have a better um, idea. So, actually, this is going to take so long. As soon as you hear dread, Yes! Jacob Marley. All right. One more time, and then we'll, we'll keep going. All right. <laughs> Dread filled Scrooge as he saw the bell begin to swing. Deep in Scrooge's home, booms began to echo and crescendo down the hall towards Scrooge. As suddenly as it all started, silence fell. Marley walked through the door without its opening. Who are you? In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. I'm sorry, Hole. <laughs> Griff, there is just something about you today that I... Is it too much? I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's not <laughs> nearly enough. Uh, I really need face. to feel that Marley's dead since we don't have the benefit of costume or makeup. Elliot, you got any ghost noises in you? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Back yeah. from Marley's entrance. <clears throat> Marley walked through the door without its opening. How are you? Oh. In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. I don't believe it. You, he, he's been dead for seven years. Why do you doubt? <laughs> Your senses! <laughs> because a little thing can affect the mind. An upset stomach can make your eyes cheat. You, you may be a bit of undigested beef, a, a broth of mustard. There's more of gravy than a, a grave about you. Sorry, hold, Elliot! 
The stage direction says ghost rattles its chains and makes a terrible wail. I did. A terrible wail! Did you not hear it? Sounded terrible to me. Could you do it again and this time from the diaphragm? Oh! <laughs> that is... Okay, let's try this one more time, but with character motivation. Uh, and so uh, everyone everyone that's not Elliot Crone, when you hear character uh, motivation, right. you know what Sam's going to do. Let's just do that one more time from that is... Let's try this one more time. That is... Uh, let's try this one more time, but with some character motivation. Uh, uh, I'll be quick. Okay. Marley is a spirit doomed to wander the earth for the sins of his soul. The book describes him as weighted down by his chains and his clothes, hair, and, and, and uh, chains are, are all being blown by the heat of a constantly burning oven. This is a spirit stuck, eternally suffering in extraordinary pain. Does all that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Then no chains, just one big ghostly wail. Ah! What's the problem? I'm not really comfortable with pretending to be someone else. You're not pretending to be someone else. You're pretending to be dead. What are you doing? I'm being dead. Get off the floor. <laughs> I'm not getting clear directions here. Who can make a ghostly whale? Uh, I, I can, but won't. I don't do sound effects. I could give it, it a shot. Nope, you, you, you can, can do, do it. it. Oh my god. One of you do it. I don't care who. Figure it out. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot! Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot! Rock, paper, scissors, shoot! Shit! Griff's the winner! Take it back to the queue. Uh, there's more of gravy than of grave about you. <laughs> Scrooge fell to his knees. Mercy! Why do you appear before me, spirit? It's required of every man. The spirit within him should walk. Okay, oh, well, yeah, what he's saying. I need like, to be able to understand <laughs> yeah. what he's saying. Shit. Okay. Even to, to us, you're all alone. It's very Godfather. He told me very to do more. So, okay, I did the Godfather voice the first time, and he said, give me more, so I did this. Do you just want me to do, like, regular, same Bob Cratchit? Like, he was like, you sound, like, exactly the same. Oh, yeah. Give the same exact voice for Marley, and then I do, like, uh, the, the Godfather for Marley. How do you want it to go? Thinking. Oh, I see. Like, do yeah. regular voice, but then go yeah, into regular Yeah, because I had the issue, so it's the rule yeah, of three. So I, did, I did Fred as regular guy. Yeah. And I do Bob as regular guy, and they're like, don't do that. And I was like, I thought it was fine. And then I do, uh, I do Marley as the same regular guy, and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I think that joke reads that you're trying to do the same character. Yeah. And then like, I can do the Godfather for this. Regular I'll do the regular Godfather. Yeah. It is required of every man. The spirit within him should walk among his fellow men. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, it is condemned to do so after death. Doomed to wander the earth and witness... But it cannot share, but might have shared on earth, and turn to happiness. I need a little less cotton ball mouth, but I like the, the idea. <laughs> <laughs> and really get in, get in there for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go, I guess, until someone says something. Um, Griff makes a ghostly whale. <laughs> 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 
Why do you wear those chains? I wear the chains I forged in life and made it link by link, yard by yard, misdeed by misdeed. And if you think my chains is long... Speak comfort, friend. Captive, bound, and double armed, exhausted by the weight, I cannot stay anywhere, and I must carry my chains everywhere I go. No space of regret can make amends for these life misused. But, but, but you, you, you are always a good man of business. Business? Mankind was my business. In this time of year, I suffer most. Christmas was closing soon. Season. <laughs> Christmas was closing season. Jacob, my friend! Hear me. My time is nearly gone. Joe, can you do a little, little crinkle and hear me? Yeah. Hear me! My time is nearly gone. And I am here tonight to warn you that you can still escape my fate. You will be hunted by three spirits. Uh, I'd rather not. Without their visits, you cannot hope to shun those shackles I now wear. Expect the first tonight when the bell tolls one. Well, couldn't they all come at once and have it over with? When the bell tolls one. Fire die as time ticked by. Okay. 
like a UML joke. Yeah. So the way that the metronome is going to work, it is locked up because it's not. So it should be ready to go. It's set at 60. So yeah. You just put the little things in to stop it, and it'll stay. You can. How do I make it like? Take it here. Watch. Oh. You'll just do that. Oh, I like that. Okay. So these are going yeah. to have the oh, same it's, uh, time, right? call it. Yes. And then you can just put the little pins in the holes here. And so just stop. set it and stop it. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. And if it stops going, you, there's like a little wind-up. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Cool. <coughs> and a small gong. Small gong. And so when you stop the clicking, you'll just. Oh, that's like. Oh, yep. okay. <clears throat> um, I, don't, I might have given you more. It's Christmas. Um, okay. Ding. So we. we Joe kind of has a lot of sound cues here, so let's just take this bit. <laughs> okay. um, Do you want me to start from the sheets line so I don't have to flip pages? Yeah. All right. He climbed under his sheets and listened to his fire die as time ticked by. Try as he might, Scrooge could not fall asleep. He tossed and turned and awaited the toll of the bell. Is the ticking going to continue through? Um, it says it stops. Oh, okay. After I say the weight of the toll of the bell. Yeah. Like the mm -hmm. ticking stops and it strikes. So I'm assuming mm -hmm. that's when it strikes one o'clock. Um, so actually, let's start the ticking a little bit sooner. Okay. Let's see if we. Let me come back. Um, so whenever Micah. What are you going Or whatever noise he's going to make. What are you going to do? Okay. Which part? Hmm? Are you going to do this and have him do that? Or are you going to do that? Um, whatever you guys want. What do you want to do? To make it a little easier, here's what we're going to do. Joe, um, you'll start the metronome sooner. Okay. Um, you'll start it as soon as Marley, Marley's ghost is sucked out. Also, oh, change bottom of 15. 15 starts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah bottom of 15. And for what it's worth, if it makes less noise this way, um, like, you let it go, you can just grab it. Oh, okay. And then set it. So we'll start the ticking sooner, just so that way we can get more of the effect. And then... So um, when we really do this, um, when you're back here, Alex, I'll just need help moving those bolts out of the way. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Um, so you, the ticking will start, um, you will crumple the fire, and then oh, Joe... Like Lady Gaga? Yeah, so you like stop it. That'll literally work. That's the second she's referenced it. <laughs> Okay, house. so let's. Father, son, house of Gucci. I see that preview everywhere. Son and house of Gucci, but you have to say it in the Italian. I, I am fair. Italian and fair. Use embarrassment to discount any? <laughs> and everyone knows mm. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so I can get ready for it. Let's 
take it back to um. <coughs> the same or no? Let's just, let's just let's just take it back quite a bit. When the bell tolls one. Uh, when the bell tolls one, so okay. that way we can get the whole exit. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. partner's chains began to wrap tighter around him. They tightened and tightened as Marley was pulled back through the door he came. <laughs> Scrooge finally climbed up from his knees and looked to see that his door was still locked. Once he was sure it was, he went around and made sure the rest of his room was safe. He locked his windows, propped a chair under his door's handle, and drew the curtains of his king-size bed. He climbed under his sheets and listened to his fire die as time ticked by. Try as he might, Scrooge could not fall asleep. He tossed and turned and awaited the toll of the bell. Um, Alex, could you stop the sound of the ticking? Yeah. So that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's just take it back one more time. Um, not all the way back. Um, Try as he might. She, uh, he climbed <clears throat> under her sheets and listened okay. to... He climbed under his sheets and listened to his fire dies. Time ticked by. Try as he might, Scrooge could not fall asleep. He tossed and turned and awaited the toll of the bell. And then keep going. That's the idea of it. Scrooge waited in his bed and waited and waited. No voice came from the darkness, no pounding at the door. He thought of poking his head through the curtains to see if anything was there. As he reached for the curtains, his room filled with brilliant white light and his curtains were drawn back before him. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Wait, no, that's, that's perfect. That's Curtains drawn back. waited in his bed and waited and waited. No voice came from the darkness, no pounding at the door. He thought of poking his head through the curtains to see if anything was there. As he reached for the curtains, his room filled with brilliant white light and his curtains were drawn back for him. Aww. Scrooge saw before him something even more extraordinary than his long past partner, a strange figure at once a child and an old woman, glowing and flickering like a candle left to burn. Its long hair floated as if caught in water. Uh, are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me? I am. 
Who, who or what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. What business do you have with me? Your wellness. Rise and walk with me. At the spirit's word, Scrooge's window burst open. I, I'm only mortal. I fall. Okay. Touch my Hold phone. real quick. Um, so once we're done with the... And we get out of here. Yep. Need to clear the table. Um, so as soon as we're done with the, the blanket flap, we'll swap out the top okay. and the props. So then this will be for the window opening. Okay. Um, What's that? Slot for Sometimes it is kind yeah, of like, like a creepy... Yeah, but like Star Spangled Banner specifically sounds yeah. so cool. Or maybe a seven chords, which sounds even probably better. probably too, mm-hmm. for sure. I, uh... Well, if I had the chords, I can do it on piano, but... I would do the chords. Yeah, I could definitely do the chords. <laughs> no, that's... That, that's <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I knew the key, it would be... Poke it out. Yeah. Diminished. Like, I could poke <laughs> it out what I think it would be, but... Diminished augmented seven. <laughs> Um, I'm right, here's what we're going to do. Yes. Just because there's so many cues and we're going to have to be moving props around, we're going to just take it back quite a bit okay. just to run through everything. Um, yes, sir. Let's take it back to um, when the bell tolls one. Okay. Um, oh, hold it so we'll back. Back to two us. pages. Woo! Bottom of 15. Gotcha. I don't or, know if you'll have those set up Or no, we yet. need to go back even further. Oh. I'm do you won't have those set up yet, probably. Or... Well, we'll have the chains. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, I guess we'll have to get these out really early. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So we'll, um, yeah, it'll be easier to preset things. Um, Um, so from when the bell tolls one. When the bell tolls one. (laughs) (laughs) Scrooge watched in horror as his former partner's chains began to wrap tighter around him. They tightened and tightened as Marley was pulled back through the door he came. (laughs) Scrooge finally climbed up from his knees and looked to see that his door was still locked. Once he was sure it was, he went around and made sure the rest of his room was safe. He locked his windows, 
propped a chair under his door's handle, and drew the curtains of his king-size bed. He climbed under his sheets and listened to his fire die as time ticked by. Try as he might, Scrooge could not fall asleep. He tossed and turned and awaited the toll of the bell. Scrooge waited in his bed and waited and waited. No voice came from the darkness, no pounding at the door. He thought of poking his head through the curtains to see if anything was there. As he reached for the curtains, his room filled with brilliant white light and his curtains were drawn back for him. Uh, Scrooge saw before him something even more extraordinary than his long past partner. A strange figure, at once a child and an old woman, glowing and flickering like a candle left to burn. Its long hair floated as if caught in water. Are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me? I am. Who, who or what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. What business do you have with me? Your wellness. Rise and walk with me. At the spirit's words, Scrooge's window burst open. I'm only mortal. I'll fall. Touch my hand. And in the blink of an eye, the streets of London vanished, not a vestige to be seen. Scrooge and the spirit stood on a country road. The darkness and mist of the following day had vanished for a clear, cold winter day with fresh fallen snow. I, I was a boy here. Um, hold real quick. And then just keep crunching until... Um, I do like how it is. A single pair of feet crunch through the snow. I also kind of like the idea that it's... He likes some ASMR in there. Crunch and toe. Crunch. The shoes are just like... It sounds like Peter's and she's like, boom! Squish! Where it's like, just hear someone eating chips. I got some. I got some left. Through the snow, baby. Alright. Um, thank, thank you uh, for everyone while we work through that. Um, let's keep moving. I was a boy here. I, I was a boy here. Oh, she's still crunching? Yes. Okay. Okay. Scrooge was conscious of a thousand odors floating in the air, each one connected with a thousand thoughts, hopes, and cares long, long forgotten. Are you all right? Lead me where you will. You recall the way. I could walk it blindfolded. They walked along the road, Scrooge recognizing every gate, post, and tree, until they passed through a market town with its bridge, its church, and winding river. A pack of schoolboys ran past them, shouting and laughing at one another. I, I remember these boys. There's Clifford and Henry. Hello, Henry! These are but shadows of the things that have been and have no awareness of us. The school is not quite deserted. A solitary child is left there still. 
and they were transported to his old classroom, a long, bare, melancholy room lined with vacant desks. At one of these, a lonely boy read near a feeble fire. I, I don't remember being alone on Christmas, but it, it must be. Everything is as it was. Would you like to see another Christmas here? They were all very much the same. <clears throat> what about your last? Scrooge saw himself grow larger at the words as time did its terrible dance. The room became dirtier, darker, and older. Plaster fell from the walls. Scrooge saw himself pace up and down the rows of desks until his old headmaster entered, suitcases in hand. Ebenezer, me boy. <laughs> yes, headmaster. Hold! What? I hate it. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I do, though. What's wrong with it? It doesn't sound right. You're supposed to be young. You sound old. I told you, I am only doing one voice. No, you said one character. This is all Scrooge. Just different voices for him. Maybe next time read the email. <laughs> yes, headmaster! Good! <laughs> Good! <laughs> I'll get you back for this. Sure you will. <laughs> I'm so sorry to see you go. Though, I don't think it's time for us to depart. Yes, headmaster! <laughs> In all the years I taught, I never known one as solitary as you. Thank you, headmaster! It's no compliment, son. Alone is no way to live your life. I hope your time in the city is filled with more of it. What's it, sir? Life. My headmaster was a silly man. And a kind one. He was the only one here to see you off. He was. Have a Merry Christmas, Ebenezer. Yes, headmaster! And the walls gave way around them as Scrooge found himself in another Christmas several years later. Do you recognize this place? Uh, of course I do. I apprenticed here. And there's old Fezziwig. Bless his heart, it's Fezziwig alive again. Ah, come along! Let's get the shutters up, the tables pushed to the walls. We need space for dancing, for merriment. This isn't a novice, it's a ballroom, it's Christmas Eve. The Fezziwig, you tired ball. This was his favourite time of year. He, he would start playing in the following Yuletide before the current one was even over. So... Good to have a band here. We must have uh, have you back next year. Such delightful sounds. Come on, this is the party, isn't it? Let's have some fun. Sounds of a party. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Press play on the CD player. <laughs> is that what this is? Oh, sorry. Uh, That's my fault, not yours. <laughs> Get the wrong way. Are <laughs> <laughs> you like Santa? Yeah. Which is funny because Christmas present is supposed to be more Santa, but I'm gonna play him like Gandalf. Yeah, yes. I, I like it. I'm gonna try. I don't know how well that will play. So take take the line, just take the lines back from press play on the CD player. Press play on the CD player. Is that what this is? 
Do you want me to do the... And then, um, no, they're just saying it's not good. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Why do you need me if you have this? I need you to press play. Couldn't you... Let's keep moving. From after, let's have some fun. And what a party it was. In came a fiddler with a music book, and in came Mrs. Fezziwig, one vast, substantial smile. In came anyone who was graced enough to have Mr. Fezziwig in their life, for all were invited. In they all came. In they all came. Wait, is that a typo? It says in they all came twice. In they all came, in they all came. In they all came. In they all came, in they all came, anyhow and anyhow. It's like that? That's so peculiar. I don't remember if that's from the book or not. Seven. Let's just do it just as in just they all one. came, anyhow and everyhow. Okay. Uh, in they all came. Anyhow and everyhow. The sounds of music and laughter could be heard all over town. The warmth of the party could be felt down the street. Come here, Ebenezer! Mr. Fizzywig! So formal! Lighten up, Ebenezer! It's a party! About the party! Come along! Why, there's someone you need to meet. <laughs> Mr. Fezziwig, I've been going over the books! Why, I told you to take the knife off! You can loosen up with your work. work. Do you know the course of this party? I don't, nor do I care. Sir! Nor do I care. Ebenezer, I want you to meet Brell. I need to be able to understand your words, Micah, but I love the entertainment. <laughs> I want you to meet Brell! Hello. Hello! <laughs> I'll leave you two to it! Come here, Mrs. Fezziwig! Let's get freaky! <laughs> Spirit, let me see no more of this. You spent more Christmases with this young woman. Oh, Spirit! <coughs> let me stay here! I can find other parts of the party to see! Show me no more visions! Quick, my time is short. The effect was immediate. Scrooge and the spirits stood in the open air once more, and before them stood Scrooge. Older now. His face had not the harsh and rigid lines of later years, but it had begun to wear. He was not alone. You're not hearing me. It's not a good time! It's never been a good time. And that's why we continue to wait! And how much longer (laughs) will we continue to wait? Business continues to be poor! Do you ever get tired of speaking of money? What else is there to speak of? Once business picks back up... I don't see what business has to do with marriage. Everything. Maybe that's the problem. You don't love me anymore. What are you talking about? Of course I love you. You did. Once. Now your one true love is gold and all it implies. Is it something I've done? I I can fix this. It's all right, Ebenezer. I release you. She left him and they parted. Why must you torture me, spirit? I told you that these were the shadows of things that have been. That they are what they are. Do not blame me. Take me back. Haunt me no longer. All at once, Scrooge found himself back in his bedroom. Everything was as it was before the spirit's visit. Scrooge performed the same ritual he did an hour earlier and made sure his room was safe and secure. Once done, he climbed back into bed and attempted to fall in sleep's sweet embrace. Let's hold here, real quick. Adequate job, first off. I was almost moved. Johnny, nice work with Scrooge. You're back to the one voice for the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. That wasn't so bad. Exactly, crybaby. (laughs) Claire, lovely narration. 
Elliot, thank you for stopping the music without being told. It stopped on its own, but you're welcome. <laughs> uh, any notes for me? Does anyone have any questions, <laughs> comments, or concerns? What are the balloons for? A very important sound cue. Anything Make sure else? Make to give the balloons a bow. What are the balloons for? A very important sound cue. Anything else? Do like, yeah, bop a couple of them together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, that's perfect. That's the right idea. Okay. Um, so let's just take like something over. Very balloons. important. Um, any notes for me? Uh, any notes for me? Does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns? What are the balloons for? A very important sound cue. <clears throat> Anything else? Can we settle on a tone? Because I feel like there are some really nice character beats happening, and that's being lost for zaniness. It's a Christmas carol. This was the Christmas story of the 19th century. There is more of gravy than a grave about you. This is holiday schlock. Read the lines. Fine, but I'm giving notes. Do it in character, and you got a deal. <laughs> Let's get back into it. I'm going to do my best. To I'm going to do my best at stopping you all. Oh God. I'm going to do my best to stop stopping you all. I really want you all to feel what the characters are feeling, and I'm intruding on that process. From your line, Claire. Once again, despite his best efforts, Scrooge could not sleep. Two o'clock came. To his immediate horror, Nothing happened. Five, 10, 15 minutes came and went with no specter, no vision in sight. Scrooge trembled beneath his bedsheets until his curiosity overcame his fear. As he poked his head through his bed's curtains, he saw a faint light coming from under the door to his chambers. Fearing a fire, he got up and softly shuffled his slippers to the door. You know, that'll be the slippers that you'll just oh. across the table. Scrooge's hand landed on the knocker. A voice called out from the other side. Come in and know me better, man. Stop! Hold. How do you already have a note? Griff, make it not bad. What does that mean? Right now you're giving me not good, and I need at least not bad. Is that better? I don't understand the difference. Clearly. <laughs> Just do something different. I'll try. <clears throat> Come in and know me better, man. I'll take it. Scrooge stepped into a room that was his own, but transformed. The walls and ceiling were hung with living green. Holly, mistletoe, and ivy reflected the light of a roaring fire. I am the ghost of Christmas present. Look upon me. Y you're a lord, spirit. Am I? I'm small along my own siblings. More than 1,800 of them. Think of a mouse to feed. The spirit rose and his head brushed against the ceiling. Uh, do it from the underside of the table. And just... Like a bunk. Yeah, just do like a Knuckle. Perfect. Spirit, conduct me where you will. If you have anything to teach me, let me learn from it. Touch my hand. All was bright and day. <laughs> Scrooge and the spirit now stood inside the town market and... Was it alive? <laughs> that sounded like a question, but okay. 
What was best of all was not the smell of teas and coffee, nor the sounds of laughter as children played in the snow. It wasn't the warmth of the sun or the fresh baked bread. It was that the customers were all so hurried and so eager in the hopeful promise of the day that they tumbled up against each other at the stalls, crashing their wicker baskets wildly, and left their purchases upon the counter and came running back to fetch them and committed hundreds of the like mistakes in the best humor possible. After all, it was Christmas. Spirit, why are you showing me this? All these people throwing their money away on, money away on frivolities. Why, to show you how Christmas is best spent. At the market? Uh, with others. I'm sorry, Spirit, but I've never cared for the company of others. The day is young. Let's see what we shall see. Come. Where are we now? Your employee's home. Um, I don't know, but we're going to cut the sound cue just because I don't know how to do an open door. We can slam the door, but I don't know that. It should. We have 24B written down. B's the table. But do you want like a knock or something? Do that again, Micah. I mean, here. It's louder though. Listen to it in here. Really? Yeah, that actually sounds perfect. Okay. So yeah. if you get that knock on the way up, it'll. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, we're back. Bob, and how was Tiny Tim at church? Stop! What is that? I'm doing the voice like Griff. What? He just what, did... what, 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 what voice is he doing? He just did Kermit. Who is that, a singer? In a sense. <laughs> no, I've been doing, like, the movie. Well, you keep saying the movie. What movie are you talking about? Uh, A Christmas Carol. Isn't that what we're doing? Which one? <clears throat> What do you mean, which one? There are, like, several different versions of A Christmas Carol. You mean The Muppet Christmas Carol. That's cool of The Muppets to loan out their script to us. The Muppets didn't write this. Charles Dickens did. He's not a Muppet? No! Sounds like a Muppet. We're getting off track. Let's get back into it. From your line, Allison. Does anyone else get the feeling Sam doesn't know who the Muppets are? I don't listen to ska music. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) From your line. And how did little tiny Tim behave? <laughs> like a Muppet. <laughs> it's good as gold and better. He told me, coming home, that he hoped that people saw him in the church. Because it might be pleasant to them. Or to remember Christmas Day, who made uh, lame beggars walk and blind men see. And the Cratchits set about getting dinner ready. Once the turkey, potatoes, and gravy were piled high on each plate, the Cratchits took their seats. Save for Tiny Tim, who had to be helped into his chair. Spirit. He said, with an interest he had never felt before. Tell me if Tawny Tim will live. I see a vacant seat. And a church. Without a, <laughs> and a crutch. Without an owner. Spirit, no! Please say he will be spared. If these shadows remain unchanged, the child will die. None other of my race will find him here. What's the matter, Scrooge? If he be, uh, if he be like to die, he'd better do it, and decrease the surplus population. 
do a couple ding ding dings. Do three. A toast to Mr. Scrooge, the founder of the feast. Oh, the founder of the feast, indeed. I wish I had him here. I'd give him a piece of my... This is not Miss Piggy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not Kermit anymore, don't worry. It's close enough. It's in the water. The founder of this feast indeed. Ha! I wish I had him go. here. I'd give him a piece of my mind to feast upon, and I hope he'd have a good appetite for it. Hmm. hmm. My dear. The children, Christmas Day. I'll drink to his health for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so inconsistent. <laughs> I'll drink his health for your sake and the days, not for his. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. He'll be very merry and very happy, I have no doubt, she said sardonically. I'm not sure what, if you're giving me a note or saying that's how I did it. What does sardonically mean? Like a fish, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Bottom of 20. Oh, you said you're laughing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was sorry. laughing. Everyone was laughing. It's like opposite of ironically. No, it's not. I can Google it. It means. How do you spell it? Like sardine, but with the ickly. No. Uh, I'm still unclear as to what it means. It means to say something with wit. What does that mean? I guess you'll never know. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Good note. Thank you from your line. Yeah, I got it. Can we just do that whole chunk one more time? Yeah. <laughs> so take it from, I'll drink to his health for your sake. Uh, I'll drink to his health for your sake and the days, not for his. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. He'll be very merry and very happy, I have no doubt. She said sardonically. I'm not sure if you're giving me a note or saying that's how I did it. What does sardonically mean? Like a fish, right? No, that's a sardine. I think it's the opposite of ironically. No, it's not. I can Google it. It means... How do you spell it? Like sardine, but with the ickly. No! I'm still, I'm still unclear as to what it means. It means to say something with wit. What does that mean? Well, I guess you'll never know. Let's keep moving. Good note! Thank you! From your line. Yeah, I got it. Once again, Scrooge found himself transported, this time to a place he knew, if only barely. This is my nephew's home. He said that Christmas was a humbug, as I live, and he believed it. More shame for him, Fred. He's a funny old fellow, and I have nothing to say against him. Weren't you just telling me how rich he is? What of that? His wealth is of no use to him. He doesn't do any good with it. He doesn't make himself comfortable with it. He certainly hasn't ever thought of benefiting us with it. I have no patience for men like that. Oh, I have. I'm sorry for him. I couldn't be angry with him if I tried. Who suffers from his ill whims? Himself, always. I intend to give him the same chance, the same invite every year, whether he likes it or not. For I pity him. He may rail against Christmas until he dies, but I defy him. If he finds me going there in good temper year after year and saying, Uncle Scrooge, how are you? If it puts him in the good mood and to leave his poor clerk some money, then it's... that's something. But enough of family. Who wants to play a game? Hold! Or what? I'm thinking about how I want to make this sound like a party. We don't, we don't have enough people to make it feel like one, so there must be some other way. 
Be in the party. I don't think I can do that. I don't like pretending to be other people. You're not someone else. You're you. Okay, I think I can do that. This will be fun. <laughs> in the scene, Scrooge's niece and nephew play a guessing game of yes and no's. Elliot, you'll play the game. I don't get the rules. Just start asking Griff questions about what he's thinking about. What are you thinking about? Uh... Okay, I'll demonstrate. Who understands the rules? I Me, I do. obviously. Great. Well... I do. But uh, I don't want to participate. You're a ghost, so we can't see or hear you. <laughs> okay, I have my thought. Is it a person? Yes. Are they well-known? I'd say so. Are they royalty? Of sorts. Are they English? Oh, yes. Is it a woman? No. Did they live before electricity? I think so. When did electricity become a thing? How long has lightning been a thing? I'm going to say no. Final answer. Did they start any wars? A war of words, maybe. Were they a writer? You're a ghost. <laughs> Were they a writer? Yes. It's Shakespeare! <laughs> it's Shakespeare, obviously! We don't use that word in this house. <laughs> I was thinking of Charles Dickens. Cute. Get the rules now? I think so. What if I'm not thinking yes or no? Look at your script. You've been granted a thought. Got it. Elliot and Allison, ask your questions from your first line. Allison. Oh, me. I delight in games. What shall we play? A game of yes or no. I'm, I think of a thought, and you all attempt to guess what I'm thinking. Do we all understand the rules? How could they not? Change, right? <laughs> Who wants to go first? Me! Is it an animal? In a sense. Evan, your turn. Uh, is it Ebenezer Scrooge? Wow, she's really good! <laughs> Why do I even bother try? Yes, somehow. He changes the topic from his uncle to a game about his uncle? Why is he obsessed with his uncle? Does he know he's listening? Whoa, I bet he does! No, no, he doesn't! I will try to think of something else for this. Let's just keep moving. Let's jump to the end of this section. I'm tired of the present. From your lion griff, bottom of the next page. Uh, we have to go one more place to go. <laughs> Whoops. You want to try that again? No, that was good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> So soon, Scott. <laughs> I can't see out of my peripheral. You, it, you go. You go. <laughs> we have one more place to go. So soon, Spirit. I'm afraid so. Scrooge found himself in the courtyard of a nearby church. A fog had rolled in, and Scrooge can make out hazy shapes in the dark. Where, where are we? Come, my time grows short. Noticing that a weariness had crept into its voice, the spirit said again, Come, my time grows short. It hadn't been obvious at first, but now Scrooge couldn't help but notice how old the spirit had grown. Our spirit's lives so short. My life upon this globe is very brief. It ends tonight at midnight. Spirit, I thank you for the visions you've shown me. I, I understand I need to change. Can you tell me anything of the spirit to come? Expect them soon. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a laugh. Oh, 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 oh. 
faded into the fog that surrounded them and was gone. Scrooge was alone once again. As the bell stopped tolling, Scrooge saw a solemn phantom, draped and hooded, coming like a mist along the ground towards him. Okay, let's take a quick break. Let's, let's hold real quick. <laughs> let's hold the hold. Um, so the timing of that was good, Joe. Um, thank you for hitting it when you did. Um, so just make sure, because um, that timed out like perfectly to end with the 12 gongs, um, to slow down just a little bit. Um, Jesse and Micah to make sure um, there aren't too many gongs left. Yeah, yeah you eat up enough time. Okay. Um, let's keep going. From, what does it start? It starts on hazy shapes in the dark. Towards the top, top of thirty-four. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really slow gongs. So, um, oh, where did I interrupt you? Um, let's take a quick break from, from there. Okay. Let's take a quick break. How's everyone doing? Any questions? Why is it called a Christmas carol? What do you mean? We're 60 pages in and there hasn't been any caroling. Okay, since there are no questions. Actually, uh, that's because back in the day, carol was how you pronounce care. And it's really a Christmas care. It's like Scrooge learning to care about Christmas. Aw, that's nice. I'm almost positive none of that is true. Yeah, but he said it so confidently. I read it online. Oh, well, in that case. We're going to get going again, and I, I only have one note. For Griff, right? For you. Excuse me! <laughs> Maybe a little less note-giving and a little more performing. You wouldn't have cast me if you didn't want me to make improvements. I wouldn't have cast you if I had any other option. This is not high art. <laughs> we'll see about that. I guess we will, from your line. I need to get into character. One moment. Your character is your voice. Go. <laughs> Sorry, that's gonna take me a second. <laughs> I need to get it out now. The phantom slowly, gravely, silently approached. It was shrouded in the deepest black cloak, concealing its head, its face, its form, all save one outstretched hand, skin hanging, taut and loose, taut and loose. Yep. Did wait? Did you pull that from right from the? Okay, I was yep. gonna say that. That's, that's, those, that one for sure is. Your those point. are not. Those are opposites. Okay. <laughs> but if it's right from the thing, then all right. Am I the person? Am I the to the ghost of Christmas yet to come? Am, am I pit the presence? Am I in the presence? I don't know what the fuck yep. happened there. <laughs> Ebenezer has a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> he suddenly acquires a lift. Ebenezer is Where do you want to start? Uh, let's take it from um, Am I in the presence? <clears throat> Am I in the presence of the ghost of Christmas yet to come? The spirit answered not, but pointed. You are about to show me shadows of the things that have ha not happened, but will happen in the time before us. Is that right? The spirit said nothing, and Scrooge felt two staring eyes upon him, hidden in the darkness of its cowl. I fear you more than any specter I've seen, but as I know your purpose is to do me good, uh, and I hope to live to be another man from what I was. I'm prepared to bear you company, and with a thankful heart. Will you not speak to me? The spirit said nothing, but turned, and the city sprang up around them. They were deep in the merchant's district.
Is that us? Yep, top of 37. I don't know how much about it. Either way, I know he's dead. When did he die? Like last night, I believe. Why? What was the matter with him? God knows. What has he done with his money? I have it in. But I bet he's buried with it. He ain't left it to me. Well, it's likely to be a very cheap funeral. I don't know a single soul to go to it. Suppose we get a party together and volunteer. I don't want to go on it for lunch. He's brought it. <laughs> Wait. Oops. I think I have to give you a... My bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to go back to the lunches provided? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go at it! The lunches provided! And they all laughed at his joke. Laugh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop! That was awful. Why are they <laughs> laughing? Because they're reveling in Scrooge's death. Wait, Scrooge died? But I thought he was with the spirit. Spoiler for a 150-year-old novel. I'm pretty sure it's it came out in the 90s. This is not a Muppet movie. Right, because it's a radio play. It's not the Muppets! Should I not be doing the voice? No! Uh, yes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry, you go back. Should, should I not be doing the voice? No! Yes. It adds to the drama for Scrooge if they're laughing at his death. So is he dead or not? Who cares if it adds to the drama? No one wants to be confronted by their Christmas media. They want to just enjoy it. Can we let it be fun, please? It has been too long and shitty years, and I think it's okay to have fun and to laugh without contemplating our existence. I think every single one of us has earned that. So, if you don't mind, we're going to do some even goofier accents. We will finish the play without the old, about the old greedy bastard who learns to love Christmas again, and we will have fun. Am I understood? Is Scrooge going to die? Griff is going to tell his joke, and not a single one of you will laugh at it. Doesn't that defeat the point if you want it to be lighthearted? From your line, Griff. Out of my going, if lunch is provided. Perfect! <laughs> you take it. <laughs> Perfect. Keep going. Scrooge and the Phantom came into presence of a decrepit old toad of a man as a woman entered with a heavy bundle on her back. Come into our parlor, don't mind the screech on the door. There ain't much rusty bit of metal in a place of its heart-sewn hangings, I believe. And I'm sure there's no such old bones here as mine. <laughs> oh, what have you brought for old Joe? Something he won't be missing now is bed curtains. Mrs. Dilbert, you don't mean to say you took them down, rings and all. With them lying there. And why not? It's blankets, too! Oh, you were born to make your fortune. This is the end of it. He's frightened everyone away from him when he was alive. And we profit when he dies! That's going to kill me. <laughs> Spirit, I see. The case of this unhappy man might be mine. Please, show me some tenderness connected with a death. And the phantom led him away down the street and across town to the Cratchit's home, where they found the mother and children seated around the fire. Quiet. 
Very quiet. Skip. What? We're skipping this. It's too sad. <laughs> Bob Cratchit entered his home and told his wife there was no need to fear. Tiny Tim had been cured. We can't skip Tiny Tim's death. We can and will. Too sad. It shows Scrooge the consequences of his actions. There are no consequences in theater. The stage is struck each night. Bob then proceeded to tell his family about this new amazing invention, the polio vaccine. You can't just rewrite a Christmas carol, and that's not even close to historically <coughs> accurate. Of course I can. It's in the public domain. And no consequences. <laughs> from there, the ghost and Scrooge went back to the churchyard from whence they came. The spirit stood among the graves and pointed to one. Before I draw near, answer me one question. Are, are those the shadows of things that will be? Or, or are they shadows of things that may only be? The spirit pointed still. One can change the course of their life. Tell me it is so. Scrooge crept forward, trembling as he went, and read upon the neglected gravestone his own name, Ebenezer Scrooge. And then Scrooge fell at his own grave. How is that funny? Elliot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you from your line, Johnny. <laughs> I am loving this, by the way. <laughs> I am not the man I was. I will change. I can change. Well, why show me this if, if I'm past all hope? But the spirit remained as immovable as ever, the vision of death. And then Scrooge pulled out his trusty Glock. And then, okay, now we're going to pop three balloons. Um, so very quickly. Well, Are we really going to do you want to not pop them yet? Because yeah. 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 Are those wait. the only balloons you have? Yeah. <laughs> and so you'll need to pop them with something. Oh, we got this. Yeah. Just. Okay. <coughs> yeah. It's a yep. lot of pressure. Um, yep. Uh, his trusty Glock. <laughs> and then Scrooge pulled out his trusty Glock. My balloons! I don't remember any of this in the movie. And he shot the ghost of Christmas feature dead as a doornail. I'll make my own destiny. Good. Thank you. <laughs> you can't kill a ghost. They're corporeal. It's not. They don't have bodies. Oh, it's not corporate. Sorry, I was lying wrong. <laughs> That's right. Ghosts don't sell out. What? What you said, not corporate. <laughs> I'm on your side. How do you remember to breathe? Let's just wrap this up, shall we? And Scrooge woke up the next morning and threw <laughs> up in his shutters. This will be a, oh. a hinge, Joe. Oh, yeah, the hinge. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you there, little orphan boy. What's today? Hey. What's today? Oh, it's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of, of course they can. Sorry. Little orphan boy, do you know the poltergeist place down the street on the corner? My name's actually Oliver, sir. Whatever. Do you know whether they've sold the prize turkey in the window, the big one? Well, that one's as big as me, sir. It's hanging there now. 
Go and buy it. Be serious. Take this purse. And run down to the shop and purchase a turkey in the window. I'll give you a shilling if you bring it back here, sir. I may tell you where to take it next. Come back in less than five minutes and I'll give you five shillings. The boy was off like a shot. I'll send it to Bob Cratchit. It's twice the size of Tiny Tim. Scrooge dressed himself in all his best and left his home for the warm winter streets, sparkling in the white of snow. Before long, the boy had returned with a turkey hoisted above his head. Perfect. Follow me. And so the boy and Scrooge went forth to the Cratchit home. They had not made it far before Scrooge saw the solicitor from the day before. My dear sir, Merry Christmas. Mr. Scrooge. That is my name, and I fear it may not be pleasant to you. And will you have the goodness to... And Scrooge whispered in her ear. My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? Not a farthing less. A great many back payments are included in it, I assure you. Well, I don't know what to say. Such... Don't say anything. Come and see me. Thank you, thank you, fifty times. Bless you. And on they went to Bob Cratchit's home. Hide yourself. Right, right. Bob. Yes, Mister Scrooge. Why are you here, not at work? You gave me the day off. Oh, I gave you the day off. With pay. With pay? Who do you take me for? I've had my fill of you, Mr. Cratchit. And I have had my fill of you, Mr. Scrooge. That is why, Bob, I am about to raise your salary. Say what now? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, do you mean it? That and more. Merry Christmas, Bob. And the boy brought in the giant turkey for the Cratchit Christmas feast. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And to Tiny Tim... Who did not die! He was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, (coughs) and as good a man as the good old city knew. Some laughed at his changing heart, but it meant nothing to Scrooge. His own heart laughed, and that was enough. And so, as Tiny Tim observed... Hold! Griff... Take this. What am I supposed to do with this? I think you know. Give him his cue. And so, as Tiny Tim observed... God bless us, everyone! And that's the show! (laughs) That rehearsal went smoother than most, so thank you all for your professionalism, if I can call it that. (laughs) My, My note is, do everything exactly the way you did, but bigger. Let's take it back to the top and I'll hit record. You weren't recording? No, of course not. Why would I record the rehearsal? (laughs) Okay, here's the mic. So direct your voices here at all times, please and thank you. Looking at you, Griff. (laughs) From the top. (laughs) It's so much fun. That was hilarious. So we're going to take a five-minute uh, potty break. Thank you, five. Thank we'll you take a seven-minute break, and then we start at 1.45. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. I felt like it was much later than that. Thank you for listening to this week's rehearsal process. The goal of Barely There Theater is to create plays and entertainment for people free of charge, anywhere they want, anytime they want.
Subscribe to us for mostly weekly updates with new audio plays, rehearsals, and whatever else might come up. We do ask that if you liked what you just listened to, consider donating to us at our website, BarelyTheirTheater.com. And if you're in a position where you can't afford to donate, that's okay too. Consider passing this episode along to someone who you think will enjoy it. Tune in next time, and once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater.